Good morning. In this morning's gospel, we read that Jesus withdrew with his disciples to the land of Caesarea. This was a land outside the domain of Herod Antipas, who was ruler of Galilee, the land of the Jews. This region that Jesus withdrew to was mostly non-Jewish, where he would be safe from all the scribes and Pharisees and where he could rest and teach and educate his apostles. Jesus needed to know if there was anyone, anyone who understood who he actually was, that he was the Son of God, because this answer would involve the very survival of the Christian faith. And so he put his followers, his disciples, to the test, and he said, who do the people say that I am? They said, some say John the Baptist, other Elijah. Still others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But Jesus continued and said, but who do you say that I am? Now they all remained silent. Silent. Until Peter blurted out, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Now Jesus could relax a little bit because he knew that at least some recognized him as the Messiah, the anointed one, the son of the living God. Peter's acclamation was one that human categories, even the highest, were inadequate to describe Jesus. And therefore, those words had to be divinely inspired in him. Jesus said to him, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. Then Jesus said to Peter, you are Peter, the rock, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, whose sins you retain, they are retained. Now, to have keys in today's wor world means that we have legal occupancy to a home. But in today's gospel, it reflects the power, the power and authority of the church. With these words, Jesus gave Peter and his successors the power to impose obligations on the people of Jesus or remove them, and that whatever, whatever they do with these powers will be approved and ratified in heaven. Here also, Peter and his successors were given the gift of infallibility in official teachings of the church on matters of faith and morals. Through the gift of infallibility, Jesus assured us that whatever we were commanded to do and believe on earth in reference to faith and morals would always be what he and his heavenly father wanted us to believe and to do. In giving these powers to Peter and his lawful successors, Jesus Christ was planning for the future spiritual needs of the church. Jesus forbade his disciples to speak openly of this meeting and the truth 
that he was the Messiah because the Jewish idea of a Messiah was political and not spiritual. And if the truth was prematurely released, it could cause misinterpretation, false hope, and possibly even insurrection. Peter made a great discovery and was given a great privilege and responsibility. It is a discovery and responsibility that each and every one of us have made for ourselves. And therefore, we too have the privilege and responsibility to live and to practice the gospel teaching fearlessly every day of our life. Amen.